Matt Delaloy in the house round two. Damn it. We're we using that. Hey. Are we rolling? Yeah. Oh, okay. Fuck it. Merry Christmas. Lucy Goosey. It's December 1st, baby. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Mm. Um, in the festive f- spirit. Do you I feel am. Christmassy? Yeah, I listened to the Home Alone song uh, that I played you down the phone. The, um... Fall on your knees. You know when he's in the church uh, talking to the old bearded man that's misunderstood? Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like the old man a lot of the time. Um, oh, yeah? So, yeah, yeah, I listened to that on repeat uh, while mm. I made something. And uh, and they got me all Christmassy, so... Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. My, uh, I, I feel like, for me, kind of Christmas has already kind of come and gone. Because we filmed mm. our... Uh, we filmed a, the uh, Christmas special episode like a month ago, maybe like two months ago. That's sad. So like, I, f- I felt <laughs> I felt really really Christmassy in that time because um, all, all the footage looked like yeah. super Christmassy, and now I'm in that. Uh, I feel like I'm in January, which is always like yeah, depressing. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just starting to feel Christmassy again now. For those who don't know, Matt is uh, the he works on the repair shop, and uh, yeah, I guess that's like the downfall of. Uh, of the entertainment mm. industry is that you celebrate Christmas months early. Yeah. This is very sad. So sad. But it was fun. It was fun for a bit. Yeah. Any spoilers? What was it about? Uh, oh, we just go and um, uh, we we uh, sneak into people's uh, chimneys and then we dismantle their uh, family heirlooms oh. and then and then they bring them in and then we repair them and then it's all of it. <laughs> <laughs> you go down the chimney stack. Yeah, yeah. Um, look for that. Yeah, man. Do you do? Do you have any Christmas traditions? Not really. I'm really an untraditional person. Um, yeah. I, I don't know why. I haven't really thought about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I moved down to Brighton when I was like twenty, nineteen, probably yeah. whatever age it was. And uh, yeah, so I was away a lot. So I would just kind of come see my family. I'd be with a girlfriend. I'd take on other people's traditions. Mm. And um, what about when you were growing up? Yeah, um, I mean, last year I spent it with two Australian backpackers in a hostel, and yeah, uh, yeah it was it was weird. I watched a guy sing and uh, <laughs> this song called "Who's Gonna Make the Gravy," which is about an Australian uh, guy that goes to prison, and then he's writing a letter to his wife and kids that he misses them, and it's got the recipe for gravy in it. <laughs> it's amazing. It's a gravy song. Oh yeah. man, I wish I could play it. <laughs> Damn man. Oh, um, I guess I'll be a copyright issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, you gotta watch out. Watch out for that. I'll put it in the comments. Yeah, so days in these current times. <laughs> so it's, it's always been that way. I don't know why I'm putting on that voice. Um, you look dashing in in a Father Christmas suit. Or do you say Santa or Father Christmas? Um, I say I think yeah, I say Santa. Santa. Santa Claus. Although because uh, I'm dyslexic, um, sometimes Satan Claus. Satan. <laughs> Satan Claus. <laughs> Pizza. Hell yeah. <laughs> You only left alone on camera for the first time. Talk about something. Promote something. Um, so when Alex, just before Alex hit record, he had a huge fart, and he was really, really embarrassed. He didn't think that I noticed, but but I did. And um, but I was really, really polite and didn't bring it up. So um, yeah, we're just gonna move on from that. Pizza. <laughs> So how many people are going to sign up to your OnlyFans? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh, Jesus. Right. Oh, yeah. Don't eat jelly beans before your pizza, Matthew. Sorry. You spoil your pizza. I, um, I told them. I, I, I just, I just told, told a secret. A secret. I can't wait to see it in editing. Uh, um, 
Yeah, for those of you that are watching this from Pennsylvania. Oh, why are they eating pizza on air? It's because it's Christmas time and we deserve pizzas. Are they the same? Hmm? They're the same. Right? Yeah, same pizza. Hell yeah! Okay. Uh, so, uh... Praise the salad. Oh, wow! Put a little bread. This is from a uh, very Italian pizza in Brighton. VIP. That's for, good. For two VIPs. Made in the pulse. Sempre clean. No. Oh, yeah, you can hear us eat, burp, damn. Oh, yeah, you might uh, mute our chewing. Nah, we just, just chew Maybe away. I'll, I'll, move, I'll move us away from my face a little bit for the just audience. So. So what do we care about you guys? So, some people are really triggered by chewing. by mouth noises, yeah. Yeah, or any movement. Like, uh, someone commented on, like, the when I do this. Like, if I hit the table, the springs move and people get really annoyed by it and i'm like where's the encouragement <laughs> um, <laughs> hey you're doing a podcast i really like it no. so, so um i can't remember in um th there's been a few episodes i think it might be in your your coach g1 mm. where you're kind of you're kind of talking kind of like kind of yeah, yeah. and then you shout <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then oh man it really made, i think it was that episode but it really made me jump and i loved it um brilliant. Uh, so I mean, like, this is a good opportunity to inform my viewers. I have really bad hearing, like really bad, and I'm, I and my throat as well, which is why I forced myself to do a podcast because my speech was going to shit when I talk to people. Because in my head, I'm really loud, and my throat gets a bit like mm. clogged up. So I need to like mm, continuously practice. I, I, I don't know you about that about you. I hide it well. Was your hearing bad? Or uh, it's always been that way. I had comments when I was a kid where they put a tube in to like ex to open oh. up the ear tube. Um, I have a feeling something to do with that. So I've been talking to an ENT and I've been trying to talk about it. And she's convinced it's my jaw um, affecting it uh, in my mm -hmm. ears. Like, so I'm susceptible to like infections and like, oh, that's great. I mean, last year I, I pretty much had uh, like a, a head. Well, lots of people looked into it. Uh, no one really gave me a straight answer. I had MRIs, I had CT scans. Um, one doctor said it was a head virus, like a combined with like a, an oh ear. Oh my God. So yeah, I kept like blacking out and shit last year it made my life hell like what? i couldn't concentrate can focus just it was awful it sucked um oh, no, i had no yeah. idea yeah yeah damn there you go <laughs> fun facts with alex fun fact. yeah so that's why my voice goes up and down mm. and it's also why in my creation videos i have like an american twinge because i have to hold my to, to be clear to read a monologue because i can't concentrate on what i'm reading I have to like put my thumb into my throat and it kind of creates this American accent <laughs> that people mm. seem to pursue my family. They're like, your video is great, but why do you do that fucking annoying accent? Yeah, it's going out on the internet where people don't know my accent. So fuck you. I did notice that in between episodes, you're, no, there was like three episodes where your accent was diff different in every single one. Yeah. I'm putting ketchup on pizza. Matt had a problem with it's, it. It's a, yes, it's a disgrace. <laughs> it is. I'm a child. So part of the, the bad uh, ear, nose, throat thing is uh, I like strong flavors because I can't taste shit either. So there you go. It's just any problem in my life, financial problems, it's my ears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Social problems, it's my ears. Yeah. Taste, <laughs> class, all these things. Um, yeah, I mean, people like talk to me uh, about my, my, my episodes and... Uh, my accents but then i remind them that i change my accent in normal conversation anyway i'll like go into a rick and morty monologue at any point i might be australian like where we're trying to figure out the audio mm. how many accents did i put on in that time i think i was an aussie i think i was german at one point uh, yeah 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 the, the, the rick and morty one comes out a lot yeah i love it Ooh that was bad that was <clears throat> what, what? oh shit it's rick and morty time motherfuckers Ooh. 
Mr. Blue Butthole! That's the end, that's the only voice I can do. I have to be angry to do a Rick. Like, I have to have, like, something I'm angry about. Usually yeah. I'll scream at, like, my friend James on the phone. <laughs> he was just like, hey, look, man, like, if, if like, 10% of the world like you, then, like, that's, like, 10, 10 million people or 10 billion people. Like, you should feel good about that. And I was like, ooh, great logic there. What about the other 90% of the planet that fucking hate me, Morty? <laughs> How about that? Did you think about that? It's 90 enemies. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. It is. Lots of people don't like me. I don't know why. I'm a nice person. I think I just uh, resonate. Meekness. Weak fact member. I think... I don't know. I don't... Um, if, I, if, I, if I was to just make up just fabricate a theory right now. Do it. As wild as it can be. Oh, okay. Uh, it's because I've got ketchup on the pizza. Oh, well, yeah, that, that's, that, 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 that's why I hate you a little bit. But that's <laughs> something that I can get over. It's fine. It's something I can move past mm-hmm. and forget about when I'm not with you. But when I'm with you, it's like, it's, it's in my face and I'm enraged. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think you're just... Um, you just don't take any any shit, so you um, oh yeah, you're you're just super honest with people, right? Uh, even even I I start I started my last sentence not knowing how I was going to finish it, and now, and now here we are. You're in that hole, and I need an answer. Or I'm going to be wounded emotionally. Uh. <laughs> I, it was a compliment. I'm saying that you're very you're very you're very very real. So and some people can't handle that. Some people just want. Oh yeah, to people be... fucking hate it. I call people out on the show all the time, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it makes me enemies a lot of the time. Um, yeah, I was described as uh, very um, dramatic in social groups, mm. uh, and I, I my retort to that would be uh, everyone around me are fucking cowards that refuse to like deal with uh, like problems. Like when someone's being a dickhead, people just like oh, I'll just embrace it until it's too much, and then like if someone else makes a scene, I'll back them. But usually, no mm. one's the person to say, "Hey, you're being a fucking asshole." <laughs> so I'm always happy to mm. tell them because if you can solve the problem immediately, then like everyone has like longer life where it's good right it's That's true yeah see there you go there yeah. you go merry christmas merry, merry, merry <laughs> christmas by the way we need to have an intervention about your uh, your attitude at the moment where is this going yeah um yeah I, I can't change it like i do the same with like jobs too I just, like i will always do my best um but if, if someone like criticizes me unfairly or or acts out I'll immediately bring it to their attention. And usually people are like shocked by it. They're like, whoa, like, what, what do you mean like this? Like, uh, because you antagonized me. You just like, <laughs> it's just, yeah. Uh, people like don't expect that like, this generation has been raised to forget what being punched in the face feels like. They're kind of like happy to just be assholes. They were like unaware of consequence. Uh, I find that that's like a thing mm. and it makes them cocky. So when they get like a verbal slap around the face from me, like, Here's your fucking problem, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask for if you have any specific stories, but then I don't know. I don't you like name and shame anyone or mm. yeah, it's, whatever. Would you like some of this crazy salad, which is just literally a box of cherry tomatoes? Wow, and juice and and, juice. and just in and olive mozzarella. oil. Hey, we could do like an ASMR channel, like. Oh. Actually, really, really don't like those. Don't you? Really uncomfortable. Have you seen the like the, the ones that where, where they just eat insanely large portions? It's more porn than ASMR. Is it? People get off on the on the watching of someone eat. What do you think's behind that? Because like it just kind of it, re- it really 
Reading repulses me. <laughs> I saw one where. Let me the... tell you what gets me up about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go, go. It. I'm intrigued. Uh, there was this one where this lady was eating just just this huge lobster. <laughs> this is entire lobster. I uh, didn't know she was a girl. Did you assume her fucking gender? How dare you? Well, just. <laughs> are, you, are you shaming her for eating a giant lobster? It was this. It was huge. <laughs> and then the amount of sauce was madness. And just as if she couldn't have picked a messier food. <laughs> that's because that's the fetish, I think. It's the messy, mm. like sucking of fingers, um, stabbing in the dark. Here, I might be wrong. If you're a fan of watching people eat and jerking off at the time, um, please leave something in the comments anonymously if you mm. wish. Well, I mean, they'll be enjoying this. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm really, really, really conscious of the mouth of the mouth noises. <laughs> mm. Don't be. If you don't like it, click the button in the corner. There's an X. Um, my friend Mike uh, started a YouTube channel recently, mm -hmm. um, or rather, I encouraged him to, and he stopped doing it. Uh, but he was doing really well before he gave up like a bitch. And um, he was convincing me to go on YouTube too because I've, I've just been on Instagram for like years. Mm -hmm. Like uh, just throwing myself at the algorithm with no luck. I, I find it really hard to grow. But I've watched other pages that mm. do like this is other dude that carves skulls. And they're so like not to judge. But they're like a lower standard. Let's say that to be nice. They're kind of like what I was producing in the beginning, like but worse. Okay. And, uh, and he just like... Like viral, like huge growth in a matter of months, and I've been doing it for for ages. So I was starting to think that I was just like delirious, uh, <laughs> deluded. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's uh, I don't know why I can't please the algorithm, but yeah. Anyway, so he was trying to convince me to go on YouTube, and I was like, nah, it's really hard to go on there. Like, I kind of missed the boat. Like PewDiePie's era, they like grew really easily, but no one else seems to be able to. Although it's a good money maker, and uh, <laughs> he showed me an ASMR channel that had three thousand people watching this dude rubbing marigold gloves together like zoomed in and people were like donating like 100 quid 30 quid 40 quid 15 pounds like just ding little notifications coming up on this dude's live feed i was like three thousand human beings are sat at home watching this man rub rubber gloves together and they are paying him money and i am giving away jewelry <laughs> and fucking handmade things that take me months to build for the single denomination of our currency and I've only got like 28 people signed up currently on oh, this really? date. <laughs> well, do you think, I earn 28 pound a month. <laughs> and then PayPal take money. Do you think just like all these people are like giving them money just because it's just for the meme kind of thing? Because that's just, I don't know, that's just ridiculous, man. And if not, why aren't you like, doing, why am I not doing that? Yeah, I, I, was doing like, that? Yeah. I was like, do I start on OnlyFans or an ASMR? I don't know. I mean, they both make money, right? This uh -oh. is, uh, but what I'm doing doesn't. Oh, oh no. Pizza down your Sorry. shirt. This I've already got you've, you've seen how I live. <laughs> I can't find the tomato. Alright, I found it. Hey all. Um Yeah, it crossed my mind to start one. And I only just have my dignity. Yeah. yeah. The OnlyFans thing I'm not as beautiful mm -hmm. as I wish I could be. I don't know what actually OnlyFans is. I've heard lots about it. Oh, okay. What's um, wrong with me? It's fine. Just uh robe up, cover that grease stain. Put some climate yeah. chalk on it, it'd be fine, man. <laughs> so, so what is what, yeah, what is OnlyFans? I've heard lots about it. Uh, so, it was sort of designed for like fans of things, such as uh, you're a music maker, you're struggling, kind of like Patreon. Like, mm -hmm. hey, listen to my, 
my music. If you pay me like ten pound a month, you'll get first dibs, and I'll give you the tracks downloaded, and you can do what you want with them. Um, but then it was like steadily taken over by like, hey, if you give me ten pound a month, I'll show you my vagina. Oh, and it took off really well, and people were making gum from their homes now. So lots of very attractive women were like, I'm not going to work. <laughs> Why would I want to go work for my dickhead manager when I can literally like flash my boobs? and make like 50k a year to thousands of men or women or whoever signs up to these pages so oh wow i mean more to if if i was attractive uh oh you are you are attractive i i I always comment on your i wouldn't say i'm sexy though i've been notoriously called husband material for my whole life (laughs) really (laughs) yeah girls are always like your husband material what does that mean it means that they uh will fuck everyone um like in their youth and then when they're ready to settle down they'll go for like you like a nice guy because you haven't done that <laughs> because you're, cause you're not attra- attractive enough to cheat yeah i'm not a badass <laughs> i was but um ah shut up man you're 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 a handsome handsome lad i'm just reciting words these were all things that were said to me yeah mm-hmm. oh man pretty brutal but then i ask her because i'm that kind of guy i'm like hey tell me the honest opinion don't care how bad it hurts and then people tell me, and I'm like, ah, my heart. <laughs> nah, for me, it's just, just can everyone just like sugarcoat everything? That'd be brilliant. Too fragile. <laughs> <laughs> just lie, lie to just, me. Just lie to my face. And tell make, me I'm fucking Brad Pitt. <laughs> just make me feel. Just make me feel good. <laughs> well, mm. I think you're stunning. So how's that? Shut up. Mm. Oh, you. So the last time I saw you, you were um. Was it the last time? Maybe the time before that. You were like a, a gibbering like wreck, man. You hadn't slept in like three, three weeks, three months. Like you could barely, mm. could barely speak. It was alarming. That's true. I am. Um, yeah, about two months. I've um, just finished my mouthful. Mm. It's fine. Talk. Chew. ASMR. Donate money, guys. There's a link in my bio on Instagram. You can buy me a, a coffee. <laughs> um, so yeah, I um, yeah so. I had um like about two months of very difficult, very it was really really difficult to sleep, and sometimes I go th- I've always gone through patches where um, I've had um, a lot of trouble getting to sleep, um, and then in the last two months um, I've, I've I've kind of just had that constantly, where um, <clears throat> so I've um uh so I'm uh, I, I'm uh, back at my parents for a little bit. <laughs> it's very strange. So yeah, I'm back in my brain, and the, and 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 the, and the mattress there is really it's it's, it's it's been the same the same match for like twenty years, and it's very uncomfortable. And um, I think that on top of me always having trouble sleeping, mm-hmm. it just kind of continue going, going, going. Um, and then like the week I saw you, I think I was like maybe after the, I think earlier that week I had three days in a row with with uh, just zero sleep. And um, and I think I've uh, when I saw you, I was like, man, I can't, I just, I can't sleep. I feel like I'm going insane, and I had like bruises down my side, which I think were bruises or red dots um, from um, which I think were from like the springs of this old mattress. And then I was telling you about it, and then you were like, oh, I've got, hey, I've got, a, I've, I've, I have a have a spare mattress that you can just have, and I just, I, I cried, and you like genuinely well up. It was amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful. You change that just me having that match is honest. It feel like it honestly changed my life. <laughs> we could thank uh, Kira, my old housemate. Um, yeah, I got it for her when she moved in. 
and uh, and then when she left she obviously can take it with her because they're like driving to hungary um so yeah it was just there as like sound insulation in the studio so mm. yeah i'm uh, i'm honored that it can make you feel good <laughs> i just found it as like a psychological study like what happens if we take away sleep from Matthew for three weeks? Oh, I just felt insane. <laughs> you were like, right. and yeah. So I've um, the longest I've gone without any sleep is like for uh, is like uh, three, uh, like three and a half nights. Mm-hmm. So I guess so like four days, um, and that was when we were doing when, when we were doing the hurricane thing in Japan, just because we were constantly on the move, super jet lagged as well. Because mm-hmm. we arrived in Japan and we were, had to start doing start chasing straight away, and we we're always on the move. Um, and always working so um, and also just really stressed so the, the the time that you do get to sleep it's not very good quality sleep um, and um, I was told uh, we were interviewing this, this this elderly Japanese gentleman and um, he um, told me he, he um, we, we were talking about um, what what it's been like like the last what our week was like and they said, "Oh, it sounds very, very stressful." I said, "Yeah, I mean, we have, I have hardly been sleeping." Um, and he, then he asked me, "I was, oh, do you have trouble falling asleep? Are you too tired to fall asleep?" I was like, "Yeah, no, that's probably probably it." And he told me to have um, a small coffee or a Coca Cola before I go to sleep. What? Because you your body needs energy to fall asleep. And then. <laughs> you know when you're when you get really really tired like in in, in the afternoon or um or like quite early evening and you think i'm not gonna sleep now i'm gonna sleep later but then once you get past the point of feeling sleepy then you're suddenly awake again and then you have a hard time sleeping this is my experience and yeah. a few other people i know it might not be yeah same for you but um i agree when i'm exhausted i can't sleep at all and i don't understand it mm. but so he told me to have like something sugary like a Coca-Cola. Huh. And it worked. I don't know if it's because... I don't know if it just worked because I just really, really believed this man. <laughs> like a placebo. I probably would. I probably, like laughing. I would have been, been everything he said. And uh, yeah, and it worked. I got like a solid like five hours like that night. I was so happy. Hell yeah. It's probably like, you know, if you were to turn your phone off at 10% battery, it's like, I'm not, I'm not waking up. Like if you, if I go down, that's it. I'm fucked. <laughs> like, it's probably the same for your body. Like, please don't try and fall asleep. I might not regain consciousness. Mm. Yeah, I have to administer CPR to you in order to get you away. <laughs> mm. But yeah, I was talking to like my talking to my therapist about it and uh, describing what it was like. And um, sometimes I get this like high pitch ringing in my right ear when I can't sleep. Mm. Um, well, I don't know because it don't. It's um. It only comes when I'm struggling to sleep, um, so I, I usually use a white noise machine to, to and that kind of sorts it out. Um, got hair in my mouth. Um, Classic and, having a beard. Yeah, and um, <laughs> oh, I don't know where I'm going with, but um, yeah. So we kind of addressed it, and it was just an anxiety thing. I think it was because I was putting too much pressure on myself to go to sleep. Yeah. So um, when you get so let's say you've been you go to bed at ten and you're trying to you've been trying to sleep and it's midnight now. You look at the time; it's like twelve, and you know you you got to get up at six. You're like, if I fall asleep now, I get six hours. Then, oh, and six hours is okay if I sleep fall asleep right now. And then you put so much pressure on falling asleep, and then then the second night comes around where you haven't slept, and you're like, okay, I really really need to sleep tonight because I didn't sleep before. If I don't sleep, that'll be even worse, and then that puts even more pressure on you sleeping and. 
Yeah, and it's just kind of a, it's a paradox. Yeah. And um, yeah. So I think as soon as I took the pressure off myself to sleep, which is easier said than done, um, kind of worked. And then the, and the new mattress as well. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, yeah, and just oh, yeah, I've been sleeping a lot a lot better. Hmm. Yeah. But it's just something that I've kind of always had, or just something that I've always had to deal with. Um, I don't think it's like any sort of it may be mild insomnia but I don't really want to self-diagnose that because I know people who have it and it is it's awful yeah. um, <clears throat> you're belittling my experience Matthew <laughs> yeah. well it's just yeah so sometimes I just have like patches where I just really can't sleep and this last one was really really long because of various things happening in my life and um, yeah and now, and now I can sleep and now I feel like I've um, that the, when I so I've been going on about this mattress for so long um, <laughs> and so meaningful w- when I um, like laid down in this mat in, in your mattress which was like so my old mattress was this thick and the uh, underneath instead of boards it was um, poles and they were about um, 25 centimeters apart mm. roughly so like so you lie and you feel you can feel of each, each of these bars and then your mattress was like, oh, like a foot and a half <laughs> padded. Oh, Glorious. <laughs> so like I for I still can't do it. When I go to put things on my bedside table, I go to put them up here, and then uh, so, and then um, it, you, the table used to be about here, but because I'm so much higher now, I'm like, oh, okay, oh. there it is. <laughs> um, mm. Adjust for comfort. So um, yeah, I just forgot what it was like. Um, what. Yeah, what it was like to be comfortable again, and I, when I lied down, I was like, oh, "This is what it's like." It does wonders, and even just like sitting up in bed as well, yeah. in the only mattress. Oh, it, 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 it honestly feels like it changed my life, man. <laughs> really, I wish I had been able to get like a recording of you two uh, weeks ago when you were. <laughs> uh, I mean, when I was like, yeah, you were just falling I, I, apart. I don't want to like describe it badly. It was. It's kind of like you can describe it badly. It's Matt. Fine on like hard like like dr- like a drunk like the end of night drunk you know when you're like kind of sleepy and fed up <laughs> and you just want mm. you just want food but you don't want food because you're kind of full like it was kind of like that mm. it's like talking to you like you okay man <laughs> you were just like like everything was like a problem it was i just wanted to help <laughs> mm. oh man it was just i love it i do love being like that sometimes so like being being an artist uh i like to sort of deprive myself of sleep now and again because it gets you like a little bit delirious and then you, you you're a bit mm. mad you come up with some weird shit like mm. and things don't seem like as time consuming like you're really optimistic mm. <clears throat> like i'm not really a drug user but i would love to like take drugs and try and like create i imagine it would be <laughs> pretty cool <laughs> i'm not a drug taker but i'd love to take drugs yeah i say i'm a drug taker i take medicine from the psilocybin world that that's that helps you create yeah yeah i um i had a question that was coming up oh um no um i I used to date an actress quite quite a long time ago and she i remember her saying that a tired a tired actor is is a good actor Mm. and i never really dug into why or continued asking about that but i'm assuming it's just because you there aren't you don't put as up as many walls, so you're more, mm. I guess, yourself. I guess, yeah. You you lose all your inhibitions, right? You're not your all your ambition goes away to mm. to be like you, and you just you're like, oh, 
and then if you have to like read a line <laughs> like just get this over and done with and just put mm. as much energy as i can in so i can get the fuck out of here and go to bed mm. yeah i saw a clip today which really reminded me of you it's um of jason momoa um thanks man <laughs> uh throwing throwing tomahawks wow um, have you seen it um, it's quite recent um was it on his instagram uh no i think um you can have a look at it now if you want but it, it's it's really it's really really short it's on if you just type on youtube jason momoa throwing axes and um it's like a minute clip and uh He's outside. He's got his top off, obviously, um, and he's he's teaching you how to throw tomahawks without looking. He just goes, and he gets like perfect bullseye, and like six times in a row, <laughs> and then just like because we have a strong appreciation for Jason Momoa and also axes, and it just really reminded me of you. I don't, well, it really made me think of you, man. I was like, I actually gonna love this video. <laughs> I have dabbled in axe throwing. Mm. Uh, See, um, I blur it. Oh, okay, that's fine. Uh, I'm sure they can have the sound. Um, Mike. Oh, it's not that way. It's um. Thank you very much. It's a, it's a different one. I put the link in there. Mm. I mean, this is him throwing a tomahawk. Mm. God damn it! He's masculine. Right, so go back onto the search results. Uh. It's um, that's not that. Hold up. Mm. So uh, my two closest friends bought me a uh, like a really well-made American axe, um, years ago, and uh, we did like loads of bushcraft and in Wales and things like that. Mm. And uh, I I got really good at like, like mm. it's about eight it's... steps to throw it into a man. Like, <laughs> oh my God. It's really um so satisfying. So I've done it once, and I would love to give it again. Um. Um, is the third one? Third one. Third one. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, the one where he's got rippling muscles. But the last one he throws. <laughs> so he misses the first one. Uh, wow. the, the last thing he throws is just like a sharpened thing of wood. I really wanted to ask you if you knew what that was. It might be an an atolatl, which is like a... that. What is that? Uh, so he's a Hawaiian, right? So. Mm. That's the. Uh, have you seen the the Disney film? <clears throat> I can't remember what it's called. Oh, um, Moana. Yeah, Moana. And the Rock plays the dude. And he's got that big curved like mm. bone thing. I, is that like a uh, further along the his, history line version of that? It kind of looked like. I a... know. I just like really. I, I know. Are you into like? Obviously, you're into tomahawks and oh, yes, oh, yes. accent and stuff. But what's your like historical knowledge of that? So uh, I mean, because oh, I've got none. I was just pretty good. Um, I used to be like fascinated by weapons and war and history. It's about the only thing I was good at at school. Um, like I can just remember shit from history. But yeah, I guess uh, uh, <clears throat> there's many types of weapons. <laughs> like through history, people have just used all sorts. I mean, like my ancestors had to use like uh, farming equipment to go to war. <laughs> so it could just be like a, I don't know, shout out to that something that. His his ancestors use like it, but I, I think it is it's something called an adolatl, which is like a mm. stick you throw. Um, it's kind of like a spear sword, mm. I think. If I've got the right thing, um, it could be one of those. Mm. Yeah. He's just anyway, whatever he throws, he, it's gonna look cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, but history-wise, mm. what is it about him which makes it just? Um, 
No, just mm, it, it just makes you a huge fan. It's like his uh, confidence and like badass, like not giving a fuck attitude, mm. and like obviously like the way he uh, he he looks, like his hair and go away, fly, go to the Venus flytrap. Yes, hmm? I got Venus flytrap. I called it Vinny. It's there. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's been helping me get rid of these assholes. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, someone said to me, if you met Jason Momoa and he wasn't famous. You probably wouldn't think it was cool because he's like this kind of like rocker dude that's like mm. in late 30s like doesn't give a fuck you know <laughs> mm. it's just like a character like a big character it might be annoying and i, I was mm. like no nah, i disagree i still <laughs> still really like him <laughs> he's a mm. uh, he's a cool dude and he's also like super he's a rock climber as well mm-hmm. he made aquaman cool that's an impossible How, feat. Who, 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 could, <laughs> who could make a superhero that literally talks to fish? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Jason like, Momoa. Here's, here's the shittest superhero. He, t- he talks to fish. He wears orange and green pants. And he has a big old fork. Yeah. He, he looks like an Aryan fucking like SS group member. Like, <laughs> and like none of the other superheroes mm. want to interact with him. What, what can you do with his uh, skills? I mean, like, you could tell whales to... To like migrate places that's about it mm. that's about it so Aquaman far. sucks have you seen do you, have you seen Aquaman the film yeah it was pretty bad but Jason it was, it was, it was pretty bad yeah. what do you think of like the final fight scene it was just like an overdose of just action yeah just yeah it was, I, mad, it was madness the colours it was like weird colour like Avatar kind of did it it was like oh there's so much blue in this film like it's kind of like hurting my eyes to watch and mm. like I, everyone's like no it's so beautiful I love Avatar mm. just want to live on Pandora like you wouldn't it's blue all the time it hurts to like watch and then that was just like this silvery shimmery greeny blue so it was like mm. yeah I can't remember last time I saw Avatar but when, when, it, when it came out I did, I did quite like it but now when I rewatched it when I was a bit older I was like yeah it's fun it's gully with guns it's, it's just like David Cameron David Cameron <laughs> oh my god what's yeah, the director yeah, called yeah, yeah yeah David Cameron was the ex-prime minister that didn't want porn and had sex with a pig's head <laughs> oh James uh, Cameron James Cameron there you go <laughs> I, I just agreed with you as well you were like oh yeah 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 David Cameron David Cameron yeah for sure um, yeah that was a weird prime minister that was very weird mm. yeah and I'm not lying look it up <laughs> there were the, there were some serious allegations that he had a uh, place his genitals in the head of a mm. yeah I mean I don't like yeah I mean just it just blows my mind if that is real it just blows my mind and um you see the Black Mirror episode mm-hmm. um but didn't that happen like a few like a few years before was it the allegation by it I thought it was inspired because of it oh, I think it was before I have a feeling it was before huh and then then the allegations came like a few years later wow so um yeah, people were like Black Mirror got it right, and then, uh, and then when they're looking at like other episodes, um, and just thinking, oh, I hope this one doesn't become yeah, like, true like as well. The fucking bee one, I kind of want that one to come true. Like the karma bees that if you were like a troll on Twitter or whatever, they'd like fly in your ear and kill you. Like, oh, yeah, do you know oh what? I welcome that. <laughs> well, I don't think I've seen that episode, but I've seen a few. But yeah, it's. I kind of have to. I can only watch one episode at a time. I need to like watch it and then just like sit somewhere for a bit. <laughs> just... Yeah, yeah, they're, mm. they're pretty like traumatizing. I love it. There's a Miley Cyrus one. The Cyrus one is is amazing. Like, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that one. I watched that one too. Yeah, I've got I've got a question. Okay, what 
<clears throat> have you from um from recording podcast number one with Jack? Oh no, that was a solo one. Yeah, free soloing. Um, to like now, even though you like, haven't like, you haven't done like hundreds and hundreds. Mm, episode like, nine, baby. What? Nine. What? <laughs> nine. I can count. This is why. Uh, what? What? What have you like learned? Like about even even not uh, even if it's just like the technical side of things, mm. or just like how to like um, structure conversations, how it, or how to interview, or how to hmm. tons like tons like things you wouldn't think about. I mean, like I did what I, anyone would do when they're like, yeah, I'll just start something. Mm. Like you you have your kind of like what you perceive will be the problems, but they're not problems at all because you've already thought about them. It's the mm. ones you don't know about, like. I kind of I knew it would suck to like learn how to like uh, edit like Final Cut for instance like mm. figuring that out like having to train myself on it and uh, and then like um, just learning terminology for like things like new aggregate for the microphone so <laughs> and then they don't show up for some reason and then they do for some other reason um, and then yeah shit like that just learning on the spot and usually um, when I've got someone here so it's a sort of like <laughs> the pressure mm. or like I've got someone booked in uh tons of the art like learning curves so i had a, a horrible one yesterday um i had someone i've been trying to get on the podcast for weeks but we had a lockdown um super interesting woman like i had I, I wrote so many questions down and i was like super keen about the subject and um she sent a confirmation email for yesterday to, to come on the show mm-hmm. and um I sent an email back saying confirm and because I was on my phone it didn't send because like whatever reason I've never had an email say send failure but it did Mm. and uh, so I didn't confirm it so she didn't turn up so I was kind of like ready like had everything set to go and then I was like she's really late and then I like looked and I hadn't I hadn't confirmed so yeah devastating like because it so and also I haven't had really content for for weeks because of lockdown so it's like crushed the momentum a bit but is she gonna come back I don't know. Maybe, probably not. I've, uh, oh. I feel like, because uh, it's been quite embarrassing anyway. Because it's kind of like, oh, when's a good date? Well, oh, this is a good date. No, it's not a good date. It's kind of oh, okay. yeah, back and forth. I also like, I think people look at my page and they're like, hmm, it's, it's really small. It's new. It's like episode eight. So, um, I'm, I'm really thankful to uh, the people that have come on because they've mm. shown like faith. Um, and uh, yeah, but like, things I've learned is that if you approach people like with good intent like mm. then they're really open to coming on and talking like yeah. chris from green valley like didn't know who the fuck i was and uh, i asked him like why did you take a chance like and uh, he was like my wife looked at your youtube channel and said it's not very really big but it's really good content and i was like that's like the best content uh, compliment yeah. I've, I've had wow and like a list like she just she put loads of effort into like into the into the, the, the drawing mm. and the project and she came on the podcast and, and was open and on it and like yeah it was it's been really cool uh, and there's so many I want to do. I've got lists of people that I want to come on. Yeah. Uh, I think the things that's holding me back are like cold calling and, uh, and just reaching out to people. Because yeah. like Instagram DMs, not very professional. Emails, kind of overly professional. Because <laughs> I kind of want to stay authentic. I don't want like a manage, management sort of like yeah. approach. Like, oh yeah, I can offer you this. And like, <laughs> so I'll be like, hey, come on, talk about something. Like, it'd be cool. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, yeah, Instagram feels, yeah. By DMs, hmm. Is there an in between? Snapchat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just send, send a send a selfie. Yo, come on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I don't know. It's a, it's a tough one. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of people measure your worth by your your number. And uh, like I was saying earlier, I, I can't grow my Instagram. I'm stuck at five five hundred for mm. like two years. I think at one point it was four. And like when I was putting, it's just a bit demoralizing because I'm not really doing it for the followers. It's just having a bigger number like helps yeah, with some, people yeah. see. Oh, this is good. Like rather than this is new. Uh, so when I was trying to sell jewelry like a couple of years ago, when I started the whole like Alexander and jewelry, um, just people would kind of look at the page and be a bit like, mm. Mm. like because I I do it. Everyone does it. Like if you look at something that's like got like a hundred subscribers, you're kind of like, it's either not very good or it's not new. But I'm not going to take the chance by lifting my thumb up and placing it on the follow button. <laughs> like I can't be bothered to do that. Uh, but then there are there's other. Uh, examples where i've uh sorry i looked at the jelly beans and i wanted them immediately i'm not gonna eat them uh examples where that's been wrong like viva la dart league have you have you heard of those guys no. they are um like these new zealand comedians yeah that do like parodies on video games and it's like really like comical so yeah. they just take the piss out of them um and then uh, it was new and i found it but i found it really funny they also did like this uh office sketch where like the, they've got a guy called roan who's like the manager and then the other guys just take a little shit from the manager so oh maybe i have seen these guys yeah it's called bored i find it fucking yeah. hilarious particularly yeah. roan like um <laughs> it's like catchphrases like, like massive pay cuts <laughs> and um when so, they were new i i, I was like now nah, fuck it i'm gonna like follow these guys i think they're gonna go far and they yeah. have now they're like making a movie they're like they've got professional what? equipment like i i even like joined their patreon <laughs> early on and like paid like a dollar a month because every time i saw a video i was kind of like it's cool that like a dollar of me kind of went towards that yeah because that's the only source of income and it just it just grew it's crazy so i was like well if they can do it and i watched this 10 year review that they did on patreon uh where they talked about like the trials and errors and 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 what their mindset was like for the whole thing they were like at year five or something they were like guys i think we're just a bit mm. deluded here we're not we're not funny and i was like how can they think they're not funny they're fucking hilarious and uh, yeah they nearly gave up but they didn't and now they're they didn't because you <laughs> because people like me yeah were willing to pay a, a single denomination <laughs> i'm like i'm hooked up on that it's like a, an inside joke maybe i can share it um, I had a conversation with someone who was like, oh, I really like your artwork. And I was like, hey, cool. You can win it. If you sign up to my website for one pound, then uh, the, the funds goes towards the materials and then I can do it full time and you might win it. I give it to the subscribers. And they were like, yeah, no, I, I'm sort of like trying to save money at the moment. I was like, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. But this person had a really, really good job. <laughs> I was a, like, pound. a pound. Like how many, I'd love to follow them around and be like, how many coffees is that? How many Starbucks coffees do you drink today? Like, not that you should go without coffee for my benefit. I just thought, if you, it's one pound. why make the compliment if you're not willing to like enforce I mean, that with that, faith? That's like, I mean, you're asking for like, like a sofa change you yeah. know yeah you find uh, it in the street yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh i don't know i mean i i tried i obviously being uh overthinking myself i'm like am i being an asshole here and i'm like not really like i know because i didn't ask you directly it was kind of like if i said to you like oh hey man i really like your service that you offer i'm not gonna pay for it <laughs> like, yeah you, it was kind of why say it why would i say it just hmm 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 Maybe you should raise it to a tenner. 
that's the thing. Like, loads of people are like, oh, I would happily pay more. And like, I don't want more. Yeah. I want, I want like the smallest amount possible from, from an audience. Um, it would just be cool to have like a lot of people pay a little. Because I don't even get the four pound. I get sixty p after PayPal take their cut. So, oh, yeah. So <sighs> I need like five thousand people in order to like make a living, which is. Mm. That plus like you know cool materials so i can give because i'm giving one thing away a month at the moment but i'd like to do like five or six to increase the chances oh my God. that okay. would be cool because like if i can cast stuff like rings and and it could be like silver and gold and shit it'd be amazing oh, this is ah jelly kind of, beans it's kind of have you like really shown what this is like to look at because it actually hurts my eyes a little bit as in <laughs> but, but, but in like in as in it confuses my eyes it's just I, I, because it is slightly out of focus, and my eyes are really trying to focus on it, but it's impossible. So my eyes are just like, ah. But that it's the the whole kind of meaning behind it is that mm. uh, the whole thing was about like reality, right? So Alice draws these really cool like symbolic mm. drawings, and like she's like, I, I was like, what does your drawing mean that you've made for me? And she's like. Uh, it's kind of like for you to interpret. I was like, like, huh, I like that. So I did. I looked into it and created this whole like this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, in, in the video I did, which is uh, like super low energy and depressing, really sad about it. <laughs> it's not. It's not my favorite. Um, I kind of tried to explain as best I could about how I got to the conclusions and why I incorporated everything. But like the overall meaning behind it is that the, the mirror, if you turn it to the side, it's mirrored that's that's kind of like a reflection of our reality and, and what we see um but then if you if you challenge like your reality like social mm. every, everything you see if you really like look hard at it mm. it's like super complex it's so much more than we than we see like all these things we assume like mm. that like you know the, uh, joe rogan was talking about earlier it's just like when we say i enjoy the outside like mm. we're always outside like the like the it's like a layer of stone between us and the other. like you're always outside like this the the mm. walls aren't going to help you like it's uh it's this weird like mindset they were like this perfectly safe like certain like nothing could go wrong like consequence free like creature when really we're like on a spinning orb in space <laughs> like and things yeah. can change in a heartbeat like there's so in, in um in that's no, why keep going i was gonna... i I was I was gonna say we're so in um, in insignificant, but I um uh I uh, stuttered when I went to say it, so I was like I don't know how to say this word, <laughs> so I'm just not gonna say it. That's but fine. then I ended up saying. Yeah, well, like we are like we are in, insignificant, but we're also not like we're the most important thing to us. Yeah, but like what are we? It's like mm. I just there's layers to it, and like like religions and like hu like human history, they've all tried to like point at. Or question what we are or construct something like a, a construction of reality mm. as to what we are. and that's why we have like the bible and the ten commandments and morals and all these like social structures and things that like create this world for us mm. but really like we've done that and like if you were just to start again it would be completely different and if, if you ascend the knowledge and like looked at things and science is beginning to do that now because like I, I look at you i see a human being but like if i were to really describe you to like some abstract creature you're an amalgamation of cells and like bacteria mm. and like ingredients and they're all working together to like replenish you and every seven years you've been replenished so much that you're a new thing entirely yeah there's like the classic um 
um, uh, Only Fools and Horses sketch where about is it Trigger um, uh, uh, about Trigger's broom mm. have you seen that no. is it Trigger no it's not I, I have, we can't remember but um, he said that he's been a street, he's been a street sweeper for 10 years and he's always had the same broom uh, and he um, and then he's asked about it and I was like yeah I've only had to replace the uh, stick 10 times mm-hmm. and the brush five times and then Delboy's like well it's not the same broom then <laughs> but like yeah. but in a way it sort of is but just sentimentally because... it is like, yeah like the essence of its soul because <laughs> mm. that's kind of like like this that's the great unknown that's we know what our bodies are made of and, and how they work to a degree um but no one has a clue what soul is or consciousness that we don't we don't know but is it just a brain like is it just neurons firing that tell me to do this like mm. like i require moisture in the back of my throat so i'm going to drink but like why are we talking about meaning and purpose like mm. like where does that come from and that's i guess where religion explains it with like souls like you go to like there's more and you go to heaven and shit do you want the massage balls for your neck oh yeah yeah, you do. Be, yeah oh, I, I, can, can you see um Stress kind of, yeah. <laughs> Too much exertion, Matthew. Well, I just listened to System of a Down last night. I just got really into it, and yeah, yeah. yeah now my legs are really sore. <laughs> <laughs> but these are great. What are these? Um, what's the company called? Alter. 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 Aaron, Karen left them for me. Thank you, Aaron. Um, yeah, they're good for like. Let me not fuck this up. Machiofasciitis. If I yeah, it's the it's like a webbing under your skin, and mm. it gets tense, right? And like you need to get blood circulation to it. Mm. So when I was having like last year, when I kept like collapsing and and shit and getting blackouts, oh. my jaw was like extra tight and like my neck and everything, and uh, I would have to like lay on them and roll them up and down my like skin to try and like, loosen the muscles. Oh, that'd be gentle. Oh, that feels nice. I've got um, like last month I got a um. <clears throat> Like a, a a cheaper cheap version of a Theragun, if you with the vibrating, yeah, yeah, it's basically a sex toy, right? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> they, um, they have different attachments that you can put, it, and one of them is basically a ball. Mm-hmm. One of them is like a two pronged thing that you can go on either side of your spine. That feels good. And oh, one's like, and one's, and one, <laughs> and one's quite, um, and what one is quite phallic shaped. Yeah, it feels great. Feels great, <laughs> particularly on my lower rectum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, if if it does feel good, but then it's just uh, maybe 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 I'm just not doing it right because it doesn't have any doesn't seem to have any long lasting long lasting effects at the moment. Yeah, I think the blue one's my favorite. Of I these. think it's the the amount of pressure you can put on it. Like uh, so, like with the big green one, I uh, put it into a door frame, um, and you just kind of like force yourself into it, and then turn your head away, and it like mm. obviously pushes the muscle into the ball. Like that shit's great. Damn man, really good. Um, yeah, quite a away from consciousness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can just. Uh, and, uh, I, I think my I, audience I, I, are like growing tired of like, yeah, Alex doesn't understand the universe. We fucking get it, bro. <laughs> uh, but I, I appreciated that you you saw I was un- uncomfortable and then you offered to fix it. And it did. Yeah, these are these are cool, man. Yeah, man. You pop them here. We'll get some. Yeah. Cool. Uh, also, may I have um, a jelly blocks? May I have a yellow, uh, jelly bean, please? Of course, yeah. Yeah, sorry, I'm holding the beans, bro. Thanks, mate. Yeah, I saw them in the shop. I was like, I want, I want fucking jelly beans for my friend Matt. Mister mm, Jelly. And I want to wear Santa hats. It's December beans. now. Mm. We know we're recording in November. Uh, 
They're like kind of sour. Yes, you're not supposed to say that. Don't say anything. Um, they're kind of like sour jelly beans. I'm not gonna lie, I like it. Mm. They're not like Tesco. I like how they get beans. stuck in my teeth. Mm. And they're not really beany. They're kind of pea. Yeah, they're a bit like not not a classic jelly bean shape. Uh, these are like the wonky. Really. <laughs> yeah, they have to be curved like a crescent moon. Mm. Um, like little gems. I learned some cool shit. Uh, about sickle cell there you go there's a subject uh is a netflix documentary hmm. and uh they did a really good job about uh explaining how they tackled sickle cell and, and how to like fix it so sickle cell is like a you got your red blood cell which hmm. is a circle and then like this disease causes you to have half so your body creates a crescent moon like a sickle so a sickle cell um and that causes problems with like everything hmm. um so like these this poor kid and it has to have like blood like uh, like healthy blood put into his body and his older blood like washed out and then uh they were kind of like tracking his life um and then they were also looking at this this dude in the dairy industry that uh he was looking at cultures that because they have to get it like where it doesn't rot right so they would have like a petri dish and mm. the spots that didn't uh like go moldy they had like I'm guessing like a really strong uh, protein in that mm-hmm. like could hold its own. So then they take that and they put it into the culture for like their batch of that, mm. whatever. Anyway, that turns out that it uh, works really well in, I can't remember the terminology for uh, like basically gene editing because they need the protein latches onto your DNA mm. and then like snips off what you don't want it to. And they'd like through other people working on like your coding of your DNA. Mm. Uh, and anyway, they managed to identify um, that you can like tell this protein to cut sickle cell out so you like you produce the good stuff um and then they were looking at like how far does that go (laughs) like Mm. do you play god with gene editing like if we can do shit like like control your eye color or like how much muscle mass you have like a design baby kind of yeah yeah and it went down an ethics route and uh, so they were kind of like questioning it, like, yeah, how far should it go? Like, it's already been that the, the fucking Nazis were playing around with this shit, man. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure in uh, our, our friendly country, China, I'm pretty sure they've done it too. And uh, there's a program I watched a while ago where they were fucking around with, with stuff like that. They made like a, they crossed over like a, a pig and a human, and it was like an abomination of like a, like fetus that didn't make it past week two or whatever. It's just, right. yeah, where they were fucking around with like organs to replacement organs and then they went down the route of like growing ears on rats and stuff like that like because that's healthier or better i don't know it's very it's a weird weird, weird. thing man. <laughs> but yeah with this uh gene editing thing they were kind of like i think the general consensus is don't play god don't fuck with nature mm. and they were like case in point with the sickle cell people with sickle cell tend uh, well they die people without sickle cell are uh healthy but vulnerable to malaria people with the dna that produces 50 percent of both are immune to malaria and the reason sickle cell developed uh, or the place that this sickle cell developed was in like mm. countries where malaria is rife so it's almost like evolution fixing that problem and creating an immunity gradually like obviously not everyone gets it and they unfortunately die but then here we are stepping in and being like oh no stop that that's bad and like if you imagine if you like walked in and got rid of sickle cell and like every human being mm. uh and then like mother nature hasn't had her chance to to fix that and like you could be fucking with something great or like intended or you might miss something mm. which is 
yeah a lot of this is where a lot of concern over like the covid vaccine comes from i've been watching in lockdown all these people oh, yeah. like going fucking crazy about the vaccine um and they're convinced it's like i mean i see the, the see the point because they're like oh there's nothing to worry about it's nothing to worry about it's just a vaccine you, you, you take it and then you find you've had vaccines as a kid like there's never been any history of vaccines going wrong and that's not true <laughs> and like with any pharmaceuticals like flamidomite for instance like there there's like that's an awful thing like people in the 80s took morning after pills or mm. morning sickness pills and then their children had like really difficult deformities like hands that were like fused have you ever seen mm. anyone like flamidomite uh it's, it's it's like it's horrible to live with and it was like mm. a huge pharmaceutical fuck up and i was like okay well if they're like rolling out this vaccine globally at once mm. yeah, i mean like, i'm pretty sure 99.9 percent chance there won't be any fuck ups Mm. imagine if there was <laughs> yeah i mean would you take it i mean i guess we're gonna fucking have to they're talking about like covid passes and shit like that for airports uh, well i mean um i guess it's we're probably going to get it last yeah like um young adults mm. well really obviously, obviously like, like 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 teenagers gonna get after us but yeah. obviously it's gonna go to uh people who are over over 70 and vulnerable people then I don't, I don't know this i'm guessing um uh then to key workers or people who work in the nhs mm-hmm. um and then yeah and it'll trickle its way down to us and who knows maybe we we probably won't even have to take one because we're not the people Ooh. at risk yeah right um, the herd immunity will happen eventually yeah mm. it's it's very confusing because um like the data is is skewed like i'm hearing multiple reports all from science so my, my best friend is a, is a is a doctor mm. He does a really good job of being like like a sobering reality to the whole like subject he's like mm. what the fuck like mm. yeah do you want polio then don't take a polio vaccine like <laughs> you know like vaccines have always been around like um and he's got all the, the stats that, that obviously they, they give him in hospitals and things and he's seen COVID and um because yeah it's a lot some people on the internet are like i've never seen someone die of COVID. I'm kind of like, to us, neither have I. But then I've been in a room <laughs> for, for three months. <laughs> so I'm not going to, am mm. I? So, yeah, talking to James um, really highlights, like, the, the fear aspect of going around. But I, I do understand the fear as well because, like, there are examples of, like, fuck-ups. And, like, it does make sense that... Sorry, it doesn't make sense. It is a realistic scenario that if you give everyone a vaccine, mm-hmm. then there is a problem. Mm-hmm. Or, like, a bag... Or anything. Let's say I know everyone... <laughs> like got fucking toenail fungal infections from wearing shoes like mm. globally it's a global pandemic of this and they've developed this thing and like uh, suddenly everyone's got like this new fucking issue because of that like is that a realistic scenario like i've got james that would say no that's not mm. and then i've got other people that are also phd holders on the internet that are granted being banned from social media that are like uh this is a risky tactic mm. like there are things that go wrong let's not be stupid and they're not like saying there is and you mm. know because you've got the conspiracy theorists that are like they're gonna take our dna they're gonna make clones of us and replace us or like <laughs> one person was like they've got they've got nanobots in the vaccine oh. and it's gonna go in your brain it's gonna tell you to do things like yeah like, you're, oh, okay, yeah, okay cool. yeah, right. you're already like uh, we're all tax paying drones already like relax <laughs> and then we're already trackable with our phones like they don't need to put nanobots in our fucking brains. Track up and try track all since birth. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I see that. But then you've got like people that are just sort of 
expressing like hesitancy to like this mm. and they're being called like conspiracy theorists and that that, that confuses me because mm. surely like logic doesn't get thrown out the window suddenly like if someone's got a concern surely you hear it out particularly if yeah. it affects the world that's true so are, are you going to take it i mean I, if it comes down to us yeah i guess it works its way down to us yeah i'll, I'll i mean i'm I'm probably going to take it. Yeah, if we don't want to infect and kill other people, we suppose we have to. Um, but I, yeah, again, like I've had heard arguments where it's just like, well, if you're immune to it, if like so many people are immune to it and defeat it in a couple of days, like the flu, why do we need to? It's very confusing. Again, I'm not a scientist or a doctor, so mm. it's just probably I need to be educated on it more. Um, yeah. But I mean, I don't like any needles. Like when I give blood, I pass out. <laughs> so, right. so like to have like someone say, hey, you need to go to the doctors and have an injection. Like, no, thanks. Oh. <laughs> we don't want to. Yeah, we've had lots of tattoos. There. Yeah, so I, mean, I guess. You know, lots, of, lo- lo- lots of needles. Yeah, but there's surface scratches. Not yeah. like in. I always have this fear that like I'll jutter and it'll snap the needle and then that'll be in me and then my vein will like they suck it into my body and it will like go in my heart <laughs> dying because I had this fucking needle go in my arm <laughs> oh man unrealistic yeah uh, <laughs> yeah I, I can't remember the last time I gave blood but um, I remember I was in it, I was in Falmouth where I went to uni and um, the um, I'm not very good at doing the Cornish accent but the nurse because uh, oh, oh. I, 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 I think my vein um, it, it is quite visible so um obviously they, they know exactly where to you know they know exactly where to put it mm. and um the in like a really strong Cornish accent and that's when oh, just like butter <laughs> beautiful i was like whoa it's because you got strong forearms all that climbing oh, this was before then oh, was really? just, yeah 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 <laughs> um yeah i haven't given, given blood since obviously one one because the pandemic and also you can't have you can't give it after it keeps changing, but I think it's about six months after getting a tattoo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair. Or piercings. Yeah, just in case someone used a needle twice, maybe. Like, yeah. Hmm. I hate that that's like a thing that's happened and then had to be addressed. <laughs> I suppose. Person. Yeah. I mean, it may, I guess I suppose it makes sense. But, um, totally. Yeah. I studied really, really hard for my for my blood test as well. Um, yeah, yeah, I got an A+. Plus. <laughs> hey layered comedy layered um, i saw another really good documentary the other day fire away uh if you see it um it's uh oh, it's by dogworth it's on netflix and um it's called uh three identical strangers uh yeah is this the dude that donated sperm no no, oh, no. Okay, funny. so um, it's these um uh the uh, uh, uh this guy goes to this high school and everyone uh he's just he's uh it's his first day and everyone's like hey i can't remember these guys names hey tony oh so good to see you again man and he's like i've never 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 been there before uh, and then they dig into it um and then uh his roommate um is like um used to be roommates with the with this tony guy and then was like um I think you have a twin brother. Wow. Are you are you adopted? And I was like, yeah, I am. Um, and then they went and met this guy, and they were adopted and separated at birth, and they were twins. Um, but 
and then this made big news stories in America. This was like this was years ago. Uh, and then this other guy was like, um, "These guys look exactly like me." <laughs> and then, um, and then, so so a triplets that were separated at birth. Wow. Um, and then, and then they then they dig into why and like what what that brought on, and they all had like troublesome childhoods, maybe from separation anxiety. Um, and then they find out that they that they were actually separated on purpose as part of a scientific experiment. Oof. And a lot of twins from this one um, adoption home. Ad- wow. Adoption home? Adoption centre? I guess. Yeah, orphanage. Orphanage, Maybe, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah a, a, a lot of twins that went through there Fucking were separated. Assholes. And then, like, maybe, like, every few months, someone would come to the house and check up on them. But, like, the, uh, well, they're... They'd write to my clipboard. Oh, yeah, the Twitter's suffering. Cause but, of... but, but, but their foster parents had no idea either. So when they were... When these people came over, they said... Um, this um, oh this is just um, uh, from um, kids who were adopted in this year we're just doing uh, we're just like doing a um, we're doing a study to about just about adoption mm. not about what is it like to separate these kids <laughs> and, and, and do and do they um, and do they stay similar so I guess they they were trying to and this study was never actually released um yeah, you can see why it's some fucking next level Nazi shit. That's why. <laughs> so, uh, so the, 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 and the, they speculated that the reason for this study, because no one really knows, is um, Nazis. Well, um, uh, nature versus nurture. Uh huh. So, um, how much of you is based on uh, your the the environment that you grow up in mm-hmm. or your upbringing, but, uh, in comparison to uh, just your what what your your the personality that comes just straight from your DNA. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, this is fascinating study about human rights. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no, I, 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 and the whole the whole thing is about how fucked up this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's a really good film. Man, I want to watch that. That's intense. Mm, three identical wow. strangers. That's good. Apparently, there is a, a. And these guys are all from New York as well. So all just New York. Great, they've all got great accents. Fuck, <laughs> you're my third twin. <laughs> Is that a thing? Twin? Triplet? Tri- yeah. 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 My third triplet. Uh, I'm not going to continue to do a New York accent. I'm very sorry if you have that accent and I butchered it. Uh, <laughs> people should never hear our audio notes. <laughs> Particularly when we did the mafia ones. Oh, my, mine was so bad. <laughs> I can't do them. That's not true. Mm. <laughs> How long have we been going? Uh, one hour. Damn. Damn. It's going to be a two-parter. Yeah. I liked the sort of symmetry in Instagram where you put it in the feed with a two. Mm. I think if I ever get to one that's more than three, then it, then it will be over a space of... Uh, it's still a good. I'll just break it up with an image. It's fine. I'm worrying about my Instagram feed. This is my life. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm like actually... The sugar, so much sugar. I'm actually... Pumped. I feel it's, just, it's, just, it's a weird kind of energy though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm silly energy i like it i haven't seen anyone for the whole lockdown really so well that people this is my bubble um yeah but not enough people hmm. mm. um apparently there is a town or city in brazil and it's got lots of blonde-haired uh austrian looking twins uh, and it's where a lot of the so when world war ii ended uh, there's a an operation called Operation Paperclip where 
the Americans and the Russians and whatever. Uh, they just grabbed German scientists because they're really good at rockets and mm-hmm. the space race had begun. Um, and uh, with that came like uh, vindication, not vindication. What's the word where you like, is vindication? Where you're like forgiven <laughs> for your sins. <laughs> Mm. Oh, yeah, I, I, I remember the whatever the word is someone that can correct me do I'm, um, la- I'm the last person to ask that. <laughs> right, same here man my my um, my grandma's awful uh anyway so basically they let them live elsewhere in the world with new identities or whatever mm. and they say so nasa for instance has lots of or had lots of german scientists um and uh and and used their data but forgave the facts that uh, they had a genocide the holocaust for instance mm. um Anyway, so a lot of them went to Brazil and Chile, and there's this town that has loads of like blonde-haired twins because that's where they took their children or people they experimented on, because mm. the Nazis were fond of experimenting on humans. Mm. Um, really cool shit. And there's a guy called Tim Kennedy who's like this special forces Texan MMA fighter who I, I kind of like. He's almost like Jason Momoa level, like funny, mm. beautiful man. Um, He's obsessed with guns. I really like him. And he does a show called Hunting the Nazis. Uh, he goes to Chile. And there is a Bavarian, like, Nazi culture city in the Chilean mountains mm. that don't interact with the rest of Chile. <laughs> like, it's a real thing. They went there. <laughs> yeah. And they, the, the people have pictures of their grandfathers on the wall in mm. full Nazi uniform. And they're like, oh, yeah, my grandfather was a war hero. What's a new war hero? Suit that sketch. Like, are we the baddies? <laughs> yeah, you fucking were. Yeah, it's a real thing. I was outraged. I like told my friend James, and he was just like, "Nah, sure the UN would have taken care of that." Like, he filmed it. <laughs> he went there. <laughs> He's as outraged as everyone else. Like, is this not a thing? <laughs> oh my god, so weird. I just thought about the um. There are one or two comments that are going to come from the the the, the noise of you hitting the table and the spring. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Just... <laughs> oh, I've just I got just... just got over the pizza noises and now you're yeah, chewing and the loud raising of voice. Yeah, this is the thing. Like, so people don't really uh, acknowledge like what people do anyway. Like, it's it's really hard making content. Um, so if anyone gives you a comment, it, it means something. So if it's a negative one, it's like super hurtful. <laughs> like, yeah. So if someone's not like, hey, I really enjoyed that show or like, or, you know, maybe even constructive, like, hey, maybe like mm. be less of a dickhead. I still can take that on board. But if it's like, and then like the noise of the microphone, <laughs> the spring annoys me. Unsubscribe. Yeah, it actually interrupted my enjoyment levels. I mean, it was a 10, but now it's more of a 4. Exactly. Okay, well, mm. this podcast is free. So. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. And you could pay one pound uh, to support mm. me, but you're not going to. So <laughs> let's, not, let's not fake, fake mm. it here. Um, something I, I do want to introduce uh, onto episodes with like my bros, for instance, you and Jack. Yeah. Um, and uh, Mike, when you come on eventually, is uh, just tearing apart the news because it's fucking hilarious if you really look oh, at it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I I um I'm 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 not super up to date with current events at the moment. Outside well, you're outside outside, outside of um you know the U.S. election and COVID. <laughs> yeah, I think any I mean the fact that we talked about COVID and vaccines uh, may get me censored or banned from YouTube because it seems like if you mention it at all, you just immediately get like. Hmm. like they hide stories now it's really odd like i've been following this one account 
called Aaron Walton creates. And uh, basically he's like a tattoo artist that had a shop in, in Birmingham. And uh, I think it's Birmingham. And uh, uh, they closed it because of COVID. And then he like looked into like the law and he was just like, uh, these are guidelines, not law. So I can open up my shop. And his, his argument was if like 500 people can go into Tesco mm. and buy things and touch things and interact, why can't he have one person into his tattoo shop to earn money mm. to feed his kids? And I was like, yeah, I'm on board with that. So I followed him. And I was, I'd just been watching. He's been like confronting the police about it and like yeah. winning as well. Like the police are having to back down because like he's, and lawyers have come forward and helping him. And it's bizarre. And mm. like what came with that is all these like highlights of um, people being like silenced, like cancel culture, right? And uh, a lot of like big celebrities like Joe Rogan are, are talking about this too, like cancel culture becoming like a thing. And it's like, if you hear that and you're not, worried then like look into it a bit more because cancel culture is basically marxism mm -hmm. which like didn't fucking work <laughs> like, like I, I read the gulag or began reading and had to put it down the gulag archipelago uh which is all about communist russia uh sort of introducing marxism where they like tore apart the tiers of wealth mm -hmm. until they got to the very bottom and then uh, and then no one was satisfied and it just went into like I mean, like the outcome was that they took wealth or land or or assets from anyone that had them uh, for being entitled. And then they took it from the farmers and they perceived them as like, these like elitist assholes. And then mm. they sent them off to Siberia to freeze. And then six million people starved to death because no one knew how to fucking farm. <laughs> so well done, you fucking balance. Like shit like that. And just like when everyone shares evenly, people lose ambition and like it's like a compelling argument for capitalism like mm. capitalism has like issues like and like oh my god i can imagine like uh, some of the people <laughs> that wouldn't want to hear this what they would say to me and like capitalism is evil yeah it is but it's like the only system has worked so far mm. like i'm all for like the utopia where we don't even need money or, or you know, bitcoins the future whatever yeah. like but definitely not like cancel culture marxism where mm. like you made one mistake or you said one thing you wore a santa hat you like culturally appropriated fucking norway or something <laughs> fuck your hat i'm just gonna oh, start man. a movement and twitter spam you oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see the news what's going on what's going on <laughs> what's going on in the world matthew uh so two things i wanted to bring up one is <laughs> so uh i think it was denmark on yeah they, they, it was denmark they had minks uh, develop they didn't have it minks developed like a mutation of covid uh right. which they were scared about so they killed 17 million minks which are like the size of cats but look like rats a little, so a little weasel kind of yeah, yeah. weaselly face thing so that's very sad mm. that they were died however they put them all in this mass grave which is a really bad idea because so much nitrogen and methane came from the corpses that it was pushing them to the surface so <laughs> the headline was zombie minxes crawl from graves and i was like yes it's happening it's a zombie apocalypse covid covid is a zombie apocalypse yes Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> i was so excited that i could use my axe live in the post-apocalyptic resident evil world <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and it wasn't it was just like where the gases were like physically forcing them out of the soil oh, oh that's grim. gross and just oh <laughs> oh man just zombie just imagine little zombie minxes yeah I'd, someone would have to be the first to die from that imagine that like some tough guy like i'm badass i'm ready for anything like ah bitten by minx <laughs> damn Ow. it 
Fuck. Do you think someone make a film out of that? Or do you think someone should? Uh, yeah, definitely. There is a COVID film coming out. It's called COVID-21, I think. That, that was the chair, by the way. Okay, yeah, yeah I got squeaky chair too. It's not farting. We don't have gas. I'll do it again. If we do have gas, it's from the mm. lemonade, which I, is delicious. I actually spoke about farting when you went to get the pizza. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh. I made up a lie and said that you farted as you were leaving. That's shocking. Shocking. I thought you had my back. I thought you had my back. <laughs> I, I was like, oh man, say something interesting. Uh, <laughs> uh, farting. <laughs> you asshole. I'm going to go back and like dub your lips. <laughs> yeah. I like, I farted. I have the power here. <laughs> Look at me. Um, I am uh, the captain now. <laughs> what's, what's the other story? Uh, the, the one that stood out and annoyed me was that they found this... Um, metallic like pillar in the utah oh, desert yeah yeah and loads of like immediately people were like alex loves aliens he's an alien dickhead like he'll <laughs> love this and they all sent it to me like in the same hour so i immediately like got my like my my emotions went like sky high because i like took five seconds to study it to see rivets like yeah, yeah aliens can use fucking rivets on this fucking thing like i just and the, like i just immediately looked at it and it was like it was obviously placed there recently there's no like if something's old right because i spent a lot of time looking at like megalithic structures and like you don't get like a, an immaculate fucking 90 degree installation curve uh like mm. stuff blows against it and like builds up and condenses like you get like age right yeah and uh, and this was new and you could see the water in the background and i was like well if it was old the, the water erosion wouldn't be in keep with it and you can see the rivets and uh as like, it's made of fucking aluminium fuck you or steel whatever it's an artist some banksy wannabe has put this in the utah desert and like someone someone went onto google maps and was like yeah three years ago it wasn't there and now it is like from the sky aerial view and so like so it's three years old it's not ancient and like you haven't found an alien like monolith so fuck you and uh, everyone was like oh my god that's aliens like my argument was <laughs> like it's fascinating enough we we don't need like this like yeah. a riveted together bit of metal in the utah desert we have got like fighter pilots and an admiral that was in charge of a fleet that acknowledged on radar and visually and recorded mm. under oath a flying tic tac the size of a jumbo jet coming from the ocean and going into the atmosphere in the blink of an eye these are the people that they put in charge of like defending new york in when 9 11 happened people flying around in like billion pound jets taking out airliners oh just God. in case they flew at like the pentagon again like these people aren't liars and people are like oh yeah but this thing for money like they they are like they're really transparent with how much money they earn they do like five hour like podcasts wait like you could not hold a life for five hours you couldn't script it yeah. it's with like really prolific people like they saw what they saw and it defies physics and like, so my, my closest friend, James, he, he's, he loves his science. I'm like, well, here's an, uh, like an example of physics being defied. Like, mm. what do you make of it? And he's just like, mm. how is it like, ah, but you care about a piece of metal in the Utah desert, but uh. not like an actual like <laughs> fucking event. Like, yeah, UFO sightings are 99% like dog shit. And it's like heartbreaking because I yeah. want to believe, I, I want another species to come down and be like, guys, you guys, you got racism homophobia what the fuck like yeah. sexism come on guys like, you're eating pigs they're like dogs like just come on like sort us out like it's just like a fucking dad figure steps in because they didn't have one um yeah you, you mean like the uh the uh snake episode of uh, rick and morty yeah, it's yeah. Like, what's their downfall race <laughs> oh man yeah 
Like that's exciting. And if that doesn't get your fucking stimulants going, if if you're not like immediately aroused by the concept of a, a physics defying teleportation tic tac, I mean they're delicious. Like if that doesn't get you going and you don't believe it, that's fine. You have that option. There's also this like mystery of this previous civilization that like stretched globally that has the same architecture, the same shallow relief engraving and hieroglyphs that mm. match and to our historical records never interacted mm. yet they have this similarity and they predate history like uh, and there were people that like building this hypothesis about like a previous civilization was affected by like a cataclysm a great cataclysm mm. and they look at the geology of the land in the northern hemisphere it looks like there was like a thousand years worth of rain in under like a week and it like churns the land and like you can see like there are big rocks in the middle of like the savannas and plains of, of north america like in the middle like the, geologically doesn't make any sense other than they were transported on icebergs during this like so a comet would have hit the polar ice cap it would have like melted immediately liquidated flushed all this flooding huge chunks of debris icebergs everything would have like flown two miles high and it would have they would have settled when the, when it calmed and and that's how you get big boulders in the middle oh, of fields and um and um uh aluminium uh, keep <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> that's how that got there. <laughs> three years ago. End of episode. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't want to do this anymore with you, man. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's fascinating. And like the Bible and uh, every fucking religion and even like the Native Americans all describe this great flood, uh, like the sinking of Atlantis. Like the, all these, there are these incredible stories that like point to like. The fact that humanity may have been much older than before and had advanced technology, including power tools, where they have evidence of like, not even, it's like compelling evidence, not like, oh, they've got evidence they use power tools. Like, it's compelling, like a Big Ben sized skyscraper size, perfect rectangle cut out of a mountain and moved for a thousand miles. How would you do that if you're a hunter gatherer? Like, that's fascinating. Why is that not in the BBC News? Have you, have you, have you reached out to any, um, uh, <laughs> to any um, like uh, uh, alien hunters no I, I sent an email to Graham Hancock on after like my second podcast because I'm optimistic yeah <laughs> he's like the, the guy in the front line of this like or, this hypothesis or like or, or I wonder if there's like ghost hunters around Brighton oh, yeah see like that's the thing people are like oh you like aliens you must like these other things like no no I'm really like skeptical but mm. like the evidence that there is is compelling like this particular subject mm. like the pre-civilization and the tic tac there's like overwhelming amounts of evidence like really mm. in your face it's hard to deny but the other stuff that like it's hard it's hard to mm. particularly aliens be like i was abducted and they put in the anal probe up my rear end oh, have you seen the um the louis ferry uh, alien hunting episode no. it's good but yeah they just yeah then they're whack jobs yeah, yeah. bunch of idiots yeah 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 people that just want excitement right like, mm. and that's fine too like particularly like ghosts ghosts gets me and i'm like okay like there's a number of reasons we could have ghosts mm. that's like hallucination like i'm even willing to go as far as to say like lapse in time <laughs> like energy like, i believe in consciousness and like and mm. or like i know the theory that the the universe expands and contracts right so this conversation's happened before and it'll happen again sometimes exactly the same <laughs> sometimes slightly different that's how time works or whatever gravity like that's this that's like one hypothesis that really sits well with me maybe ghosts are like a crossover mm. of like who yeah but the the idea of like people die and then they're like 
destined to walk around as this like ethereal being mm. like do 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 some of them can come in and out of reality and be like <laughs> and like i know push you down the fucking stairs so you can get in the newspaper and talk about yourself i think it's just attention seeking hmm. do you believe well no but i kind of want to um because if they do exist it means that there's something after death there is well, okay. <laughs> why did it, but why would you want that over like? Well, no, I, I know, as in mm. the, 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 that's just like one proof of. Okay, all right, I get it. Um, Same like heaven's a concept. Oh, oh god! Imagine uh, how overpopulated it would be. Imagine the cultural issues, like not, not just culture, but like time. Imagine mm. like we hate boomers, like our parents' generation. Like, oh my god, that's, they read the fucking Daily Mail. They complain mm. a lot. Like imagine someone from like the twenties. Like you go up to heaven and you're like a an OnlyFans female that's like an entrepreneur and made it. And then mm. you get some guy that's like, Sweetheart, go get me a cigarette. <laughs> like uh, super sexist. Like, I want me in heaven. Fuck this. Uh, have you seen The Good Place? Some... Uh, no, I need to. You were talking about it on a run. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, no, yeah. Um, ba- uh, basically, it's a series on Netflix where it's it's like a new, uh, it's like a new idea of the afterlife. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Have more drugs. Um, and um, yeah, and it's like yeah, it's a new take on the afterlife. And it's really good. And it's based on the point system. And it's not like a heaven and a hell. It's more just like there's a good place and there's a bad place. When you're on Earth, your actions um, give you a certain amount of points, but plus or minus points uh, depending on how good the action is. And um, then you get if you get over a certain amount of points, and you go to the good place. No. It's like um, the Instagram um, algorithm. And then, um, um, kind, of, kind of later in the series, you kind of figure out that there's, that um, the system is kind of rigged. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not rigged. Um, just these rules are made. The, the rules of what's good and bad were made thousands, thousands of years ago. Mm. So, um, <laughs> when it was okay to kill your neighbor and well, <laughs> so, so now it's like, um, uh, like everyone, everyone was going to the bad place because. Um, like for one example they choose is um, uh, buying like buying a tomato uh, you don't know if you're unwillingly supporting um, like unfair um, le- unfair labour practices um, carbon footprints so you're buying a tomato but actually you're con- contributing to all these things so they're basically saying it's really hard to be a, an actual good person mm. um Unless you live in a unless you live in a farm by yourself, grow everything yourself, and uh, and blah blah blah, and then they um they try to and, and yeah, it's it's a really really good show. I really recommend it. It's funny as well. They made it's made by the same people that did Brooklyn Nine Nine, so it's like that that kind of, so it's like that kind of humor. Nice, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like that kind of humor. So yeah, it's really awesome. good. I find it. Because everyone in it is so attractive as well. <laughs> mm. Especially, oh, like, especially, like, especially like Ted Danson. He's always in like a suit, and I'm like, I want to look like him when I'm old. Suit up. Yeah. Mm. I don't think I'll suit a suit at the moment. <laughs> so, uh, just a, a bit of uh, revenge for the fart coming you made while I was out of the room. Um, Matt has a uh, a crush on Elsa from Disney, Frozen, and the actress that plays her, who is in the show, I believe. Actually, it's um, um, Anna. Mm-hmm. Not oh, Elsa. Sorry, Elsa. Yeah. Anna, my bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I just corrected you and confirmed it. <laughs> it's true though, man. Yeah. I mean, I've got no showman. Out of the two, Elsa seems a bit of a moody bitch. 
Yeah, she seems a bit cold. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> have you seen Frozen Two? No. Does she improve as a character? Uh, more it, lovable. It's pretty good, and um, they've got um, the 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 um, music in it is really good, and they've um, they've got Aurora to um, to to sing this like certain. It's kind of like a um, spirit, like like this spirit sound. Mm-hmm. And if you've heard anything by Aurora, it's really really good. No, is she a singer, Aurora? Mm-hmm. Okay. She's from. Oh no. She's from a Scandinavian country. <laughs> I just immediately thinking of the Iceland Eurovision mm-hmm. film with Will Ferrell. Have you seen that? <laughs> I love that show so much. We are fire solar. <laughs> Will Farrell is mm. like ah gold comedy gold volcano man Piers um Piers Brosnan's accent and it's so funny yeah did he get loads of shit for it and it's like it's a comedy come on guys <laughs> I mean you're culturally appropriating it was very it was a very very bad accent yeah I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> Like, that's the thing about like accents is they're meant to be exaggerated and funny you can't do them now mm. like the british accent like i love mocking it like i feel mm. like i can because i'm kind of half british so like to be overly posh and talking like mm. 1800s upper class well you know see the thing about these jelly beans is that hmm, I don't know where I don't know, yeah. I don't know where I was going about that, but they're delicious. I yeah, so from a peasant boy. You're you're very very good at your voices. I do like voices. I aspired to be a voice actor, you see. Yeah. Yes, now I have a microphone in my home. I could probably audition for them, but I don't because I'm too preoccupied. You see, I I, I think just I just go for it. I know. <laughs> take, take life by the balls. Yes. Again, yeah. I, I, I I always, I always <laughs> try to play along, but then I always back out because. I'm, I get embarrassed. But don't, you, but don't, yeah. be, don't be having a shame. Fuck up. Failure is just learning. What's your favourite voice to do or accent? If you could change, if you could wake up and have a different accent overnight, uh, forgetting like the, your 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 like the fact that you'd have to change your upbringing <laughs> and like where, and where, where you grew up. But Jamaican. Just, I want to be Jamaican. <laughs> but, um, like in terms of just sound. Um, I mean, just so that I can like for once in my life make a girlfriend happy have a Scottish accent because every time I say where my ancestral line heritage comes from they're like ah oh, if you had this strong Scottish accent it would be so sexy and like there's nothing I can do mm. like maybe you should reinvent yourself and just <laughs> Alexander in how you doing there so sometimes I'll play along and be like take your knickers off no <laughs> <laughs> but it's a bit demeaning because I'm a southern fairy. Oh, I'll say that again. <laughs> Take your fucking knickers off, new. <laughs> it wasn't as good that time. <laughs> Take your knickers off. I'll shoot the boots off you and put you in a pie. <laughs> Can you do that? I'm going to impregnate you with my seed. Uh, <laughs> no, no I, I, if, to be happy in myself, Australian for sure. I yeah. fucking love Aussies. Like, yeah. I used to know as a guy called Ewan. Uh, what a legend like, yeah. he he came to England as a, a wee lad a skinny lad didn't he have anything to, to aspire to and then he saw a strip club one day and he thought I'm going to be a stripper and he went to the stripper people and they said to him you're too skinny and uh, he got 
driven by this and he went from like my body frame like when i was younger so like sort of skinny but like a frame to athletic thanks man that's why i like matt (laughs) i was gonna say like potato bellied um anyway it drove him and he worked out for like a solid year like hard and he was like he was like waking up at stupid o'clock in the morning to eat mackerel just to like meet his protein limit and uh like all sorts of chemicals and shit powders it's all he talked about he'd be like when i'm at the gym mate i like lift the dumbbell but i like curl it out so that my inner wrist touches my fucking shoulder give me such a fucking pump mate and it's like jesus like he was so boring to talk to but so he was like a labrador always enthusiastic and he became like this Greek god. He looked fucking beautiful and he became a stripper. He got loads of money and he just dominated like England. And you know, the guys oh that were around me, who was like a piece of shit and <laughs> played video games. Mm. My friend James, who was just like a PhD studying, like tired person that just had zero patience. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, this guy, Joe, I knew who was equally as like, and he was like delivering pizzas at the time. We were all very put in our place by this dude <laughs> yeah and it was the accident was just sold to me from then on it just so whenever i'm happy i'm like fuck me mate that's amazing <laughs> uh i really want to go to australia yeah have you never been no. i've never been either but no. i'd love to go we should go we should we should travel now yeah, oh wait travel bans and then we can't go until we have a fucking vaccine that may or may not make us infertile <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's like the going conspiracy theory. Oh, is it? Yeah, I need to watch what I say because people like take me seriously. I like I make <laughs> loads of jokes about it to my friend James, and he's just like really worried about what kind of like media you're consuming. Like, you know, you should take your own advice and maybe like just not watch it as much. I'm like, I'm watching it for comedy value though. <laughs> it's gold. <laughs> yeah, there's this comedian called Tim Dillon, uh, and he's on the Joe Rogan show a lot. I kind of found him on there, and he's he like he just loves like QAnon conspiracy theorists yeah. and he he like betrays them and he like he'll just accuse people of being like shills for the cia and uh he did this sketch where he was like playing like an anti-vaxxer like texas like covid hater like at thanksgiving with like his uh his like comedy partner who was like wearing a hazmat suit that was just like i'm prepared to wear this hazmat suit for five to six years if i have to and attendance like screaming like you're a fucking shamble you're shaming <laughs> It's amazing. And yeah, I'll send you the video. I'm going to put it in the video at the end. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> sure, he won't copyright it. But oh my God. Like, I love it. I, I love the madness. Because, like, it really is people that just haven't left the house mm. for a bit. Oh. Yeah, I know, I know the feeling. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this, oh, this year has taken. Oh. It's taken, this year has taken years off my life, I think. <laughs> oh. It's a test of willpower. I saw a funny TikTok the other day, um, and it was a conversation between God and and, and an angel. Mm. Love these. <laughs> and he was like, "Hey, have you? Um, hey, angel, did you uh, did you uh, schedule those events for the twenty uh, twenties? Like I asked." He was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I scheduled them. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I did that. Yeah, yeah, I did that." And I was like, "Yeah." And then God was like, um, "So, um, so you definitely did them for the twenty twenties?" And they was like, uh, "Oh, you? I just didn't." 2020 and it was like you just done a whole decade of events in one year (laughs) it feels like it (laughs) yeah our generation's just like really like (sighs) it's a lot oh just like (laughs) oh just so much stress 
Yeah. Stress is a killer as well, which is like another thing to stress about. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm dying because of the amount of shit I'm having to deal with. Ugh. Like, if you really go our generation, how old are you? Twenty nine. Six. Twenty six. Yeah. Okay. I'm thirty two. So maybe maybe you you're kind of more the millennial era. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm still classed as a millennial, but I'm also kind of a bit further along, I believe. Yeah, I don't know. You know what the terminology is yeah i just kind of measure it by like internet so when i became a teenager the internet kind of like became accessible at school Mm. they were like this is ask jeeves you type things into it and it will tell you the answer jeeves will tell you and then this guy that was in it this like like a douchebag nerdy kid uh his dad was there who was like identically douchebag and nerdy he was like "Uh, actually i use google and no one was like what the fuck is google that sounds so stupid (laughs) like now it controls my life. <laughs> like, yeah. I can speak to it in my home. Alexa, play me some music. Um, yeah, so it was like the internet came. So I had like a childhood where I got to play with toys and action mm. man and like play in the dirt and run around yeah. and have fights and shit. And then um, the internet came along and then I stopped doing that and started doing the internet thing. And then I watched it go from like a free world of like unlimited potential to like Facebook and and Google. These are the only two things that I went on for a long time. And then now this rebellion's begun where like censorship is happening. Twitter's a fucking like place where crazy people go. Amazon is the only place you can yeah. buy things now. Like capitalism dominance. Like, it's... And then that would like, like two recessions, a pandemic, like fucking fear of war with this country, uh, terrorism, we're on red alert, terrorists are gonna blow out the bus. The tube you're on, racism, anti-Islam now. People don't like that. It was other religions before, but now it's new. Listen to the propaganda. For global warming, David Attenborough is crying on Netflix. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. Phones. <laughs> Phones appeared. I used to text my girlfriend on a Nokia. Like it hurt my thumb to send a sext. Now <laughs> I can record it <laughs> in video form, HD. Jesus Christ! Merry, Kids, Merry Christmas. Easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, can you remember? Merry that? Christmas. And you get like fucking scientific data that's just like millennial like teens or whatever that are not interested in sex anymore. So like they're concerned that like the the rate of birth is going to go down. And it's mm. like, first of all, sure, it's a fucking good thing. Second yeah. of all, probably because they're so desensitized. If I had Pornhub when I was fifteen, I would. I wouldn't have read about the shit that I read that makes me like deep and philosophical. I would have just jerked off. <laughs> Which you just did anyway. Yeah, yeah. I just do it in my yeah, later yeah, years. Yeah, it's just not, yeah. that's not, that's not pretend. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, oh my God. Oh, and that, yeah, like, a lot of people are having to ask themselves the questions of, do, do I want to bring another, another generation into, yeah. this, into this world, right, into this world that's on fire? Mm-hmm. Literally on fire, California's on fire mm. and Australia. Like, do I want? Do I want to like continue that, yeah. or you know, in, oh, just oh, oh yeah, God, just, yeah. Oh. yep. But if you don't contribute, I need the fucking assholes <laughs> that are like, yeah, I just keep pumping out kids, oh, gets yeah. me more benefits. So I mean, if I have ten, mm. then I'll get a house. Uh, this might be like, on like the Christmas episode is supposed to be like quite jolly and cheery. <laughs> they are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, audience. <laughs> uh, Let's go down a jolly route. I've nearly cried twice. Let's <laughs> <laughs> think of all the good things that our generation experienced, like video games. Mm-hmm. I went from playing Snake, not to knock Age of Empires, 
this is a bloody good game mm. like click and command games mate they're great but now you can play in vr mm, you can be spider-man mm-hmm. when i was in colorado i played on a vr headset in a room and the house i was staying at so this backtrack the house i was staying at the guy like worked for google and he um he had like a fucking room right like big room and he had a little girl who um didn't have any toys in that room she just had this headset on and he could see on the wall what she was seeing through her goggles so i was watching her reality and she was wandering around this cute little like six-year-old in a dress was throwing a balloon in the air on a mountain in her vr world and then like and then she like switched to like a dog in the world and she was like stroking the dog and then like trying to pop this balloon and i was like holy shit that kid's childhood is something else like she's like on a mountainside like the visually stunning mountainside like when i was a kid i was in my room like hiding from my sister under my bed <laughs> like i all i said were like dust bunnies and like socks i had kicked under my bed yeah and like fear <laughs> this kid was like cute dog it's never gonna harm you because it's virtual <laughs> It's cool as shit, man. Yeah, we had a we, um, at, at uni. We had a um, what one of the first versions of the Oculus Rift because, mm. it, because um, uh, part of my course was um, doing coding and things like that. I it, it, it our course kind of split fifty fifty people who went down the image side of things mm. by film and uh, graphic design, which was when I went down. And then there's like the the um, uh, uh, the like the interface side of things, and the people who did that to play with like the Oculus Rift to make things. Did you regret your decision knowing what you uh, know now about? Oculus no, because I hate coding and oh, okay. it's, oh, it's, it's, well, yeah. Um, but I got to try everything that they made. So oh, yeah, you women. got like the best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. And, oh my god, it's just so cool. Um, uh, I remember I felt feel kind of, I do feel bad for this, but my friend Ollie was on it, and um, he Ollie's like quite a jumpy guy, yeah. and uh, we uh, we put him onto like a uh, I can't remember what it was but it was like a kind of tense thing to watch and then we just all kind of like all grabbed him in <laughs> and, and, oh. oh man that's fun <laughs> sorry gone completely off topic but um, yeah VR it's a little bit dreary isn't it it is I mean I think it's important we focus on the good let's, let's, let's stay on a good topic for a bit I got some fun stories about VR um, yeah I was cycling along Brighton Seafront mm. and uh, you know the Grand Hotel mm. it's like posh as hell right mm. they had like a what seemed to be a job fair and I was in the market for a new job so I like stopped my bike and uh, went in I just went in with a crowd and it turned out to be like this game convention but for like what? programmers and people that were investing and like I was not meant to be there. You're meant to have a lanyard. I just happened to walk in with a group of people. <laughs> so I was wandering around this game convention and I was like, I'm going to use this to my advantage. So at first I was offering people like voice acting, like I yeah. had, because I have my account for a website that I'm not going to mention because they refused to let me advertise my podcast on there because uh, they said it was, uh, uh, I won't even get into it anyway. Uh, fuck them. Um, I had an account for this website, so it was like a portfolio, I guess, that demonstrated some of my voice acting. So mm. I was like, do you need any? And there was this company that had a VR headset um, game that was kayaking. So you sit in a chair and then your hand controls with the kayak. And then mm. uh, when you put the goggles on, you're like an, a special forces dude. You've got like a sniper rifle on the side of your kayak, submachine gun in your belt, a pistol on your, uh, your thigh, and then C4 in front of you. And then you had to kayak down a river 
and then like snipe out guards and then like shoot patrol boats and it was so fucking immersive like i felt Ooh. like the shit man <laughs> like and like I got, the controls were so easy to like pick up like it just became second nature and i could like pull my fucking pistol out and be like bang 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 submachine gun like <laughs> i was like putting my head down and shit like incoming fire it was so fucking cool and um, they hadn't they didn't have the voices for it yet because they needed like people to be like <laughs> like russians to die and stuff it was like I was, I was like please hire me and they were really interested but i yeah i never heard back from them oh. <laughs> yeah it was yeah shit like that but like and then i told my friend james like what i had done he was just like how do you get yourself in these positions <laughs> like, what the was, hell yeah. man yeah i fucking loved it it was so cool and there's a uh, there's a video game called pocket mortis it's like pokemon mm. yeah. but you go around collecting mortis like different types of mortis with like basically oh, oh rick and morty yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so pocket morty's there and they gave me like loads of rick and morty stickers and i was just like i could do a really good rick impression and the guy was like mm-hmm <laughs> like we're all good we're we're a company <laughs> damn it they obviously had a really good actor please oh i i, I, I can't even <laughs> come on hire me don't be a douchebag what if your other rick voiceover actor dies <laughs> uh the uh uh, the the game made by Justin Roiland is so so good. What's it called again? Uh, uh, Trevor saves the universe or something really close to that. Yeah. And oh my god, so and it's all voice act. Uh, it's all voice acted. So it's a game that's designed for VR, mm-hmm. but you can just play it on a normal console. So um, so instead of like, physically looking around, you just look around with your analog stick. Uh, um, and um, you are. Oh my god. I can't, the plot's really, really difficult to describe because it feels like it's all just made up in five minutes. Abstract, weird shit. Yeah, super <laughs> weird. And um, uh, the majority of the characters are voiced by Justin Roiland and it does, all the dialogue seems like it's um, completely improvised. Uh, it's just so funny. And um, oh, let me try to describe the story. So I can't even do it. So you are a chair orpian. What? A chair, a chair orpian. You're a spe- you're a species of people who live in chairs. <laughs> uh, but they're just saying, but that that they're they're just saying that because you you um, it's like a where is it first person? Mm-hmm. So you, where, where your eyes, your the screen is like your eyes in the game, um, and they're essentially just describing you sitting on your couch playing the game. Oh, okay. So you're this chair orpian controlling this character, and you are, uh, and you see yourself, and the um. Oh, it's, I, I play on PlayStation, and you can see on the screen the person in the chair controlling the um, <laughs> PlayStation controller, and you're just controlling this this other guy who does everything for you. Ah, uh, it's the mind fuck. It's like Inception. It's so <laughs> good. And basically, you you the, you, the chair up and you uh, gets his um, two dogs stolen uh, by this um, kind of godlike character who. Um, puts the dogs in his eyes and now the dogs are his eyes and now he's going to destroy the, destroy the universe okay <laughs> I got dogs for eyes uh, is, uh, is, uh, and it, uh, just, it's just so good man have you seen any any trailers or any clips Nothing. of it no I saw a poster when it came out and I was like holy shit but then the Rick and Morty uh, like H- uh, VR game was out too so it was kind of like more inclined to move towards that mm. oh, so good though man I'm gonna I'm gonna dabble definitely do it oh, yeah. you'll love it so much i want to get a vr that was the idea was instead of doing a podcast i was talking to my brother or ben and he was just like what do you do with your spare room man like 
I was like, uh, I kind of want to do a podcast. But I had this other idea of mm-hmm. like getting a VR headset, like as an initial investment, and then padding the room out. <laughs> so just get people in to play VR games, like you know, like ten pound a session or whatever, come mm-hmm. play. Uh, and then we kind of like undenied about the pros and cons of that. Like someone breaks it, like people like your home becoming a place of business. It seemed like an yeah. And I was like, maybe a podcast is better and like more fun and has mm. more avenues and I can incorporate my art. Oh, but anyway, boring. Um, I did that instead. But yeah, VR is on my. It's kind of like on my reasons to be ambitious. <laughs> so, yeah. so if I go get a minimum wage, regular nine to five job, I'm not gonna have a VR. And that's very sad. Mm. I've, 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 had, I've had this conversation a lot with people um just quite enjoy talking about it but if you if you won the lottery mm. like what would you do so you won the um the euro millions and it's all going to you um 100 million and you get it all at once uh what is like the within the first hour what do you do yeah <laughs> mm. you know i mean so i mean like like later down the line you can do like bigger things like invest mm. and whatever um, or go traveling, or but like, what what would you do in like the first hour? First hour, Jesus, I probably have to sit down. Like that's all I'd be capable of because my brain would immediately be like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> think of the shit you can make now. <laughs> oh, see, I, I, yeah, because I'm not I'm not a very flashy person anyway. So I, like, I don't really care about like flashy car, Rolex, or mm. whatever. Um, and I probably wouldn't want. I probably wouldn't tell anyone yeah that one as well for sure because um your maybe your friendships will change mm-hmm. or yeah know, dynamic changes why people like you mm-hmm. tolerate you and i guess i don't really like um like if i can tell someone is acting rich mm-hmm. then i'm like oh, i don't really like that yeah so i don't want to be that person we know someone like that yeah and, that, <laughs> and then um so i um i would love to um get a van renovate it my renovated myself mm-hmm. still still work in tv but not stress about going from contract to contract i'm yeah. in the middle of that stress at the moment like mm-hmm. the, just the winter time um and uh sort of that and still work because i think working is really a good way of still keeping a sense of the value of money because mm-hmm. i feel like it'd be really easy to lose like yeah um uh and just travel around in my converted van which i've built myself um and not so you can like buy pre-converted vans but yeah, i'd love to learn and do but it myself. makes it your home right you appreciate it more yeah. Right? yeah and just travel around and take pictures of photo and just take pictures of people climbing you're so fucking humble <laughs> <laughs> and then i was and all, and all, all the charities i'll donate to and, and all that stuff but yeah that's um that's it that's on my bucket list as in, not, not to win the lottery. Yeah. I mean, I've, 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 I've got but uh, <laughs> on, on my bucket list is to, to buy buy and convert a van. Yeah. At the very least, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Mm. Man, I mean, you're gonna, that's, that's for sure. I can see it. Oh, oh man, yeah. Maybe I'll, I'm saving up to, to to move into my own place. Maybe I'll just get a van instead. Yeah. I'll get parking <laughs> bummers here and you can just park outside. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Hell yeah, use the shower. It'll be fine. There we go, it's sold. <laughs> oh, man, my whole life is... Oh, that, that, that makes just everything a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah. I just got into my, my own stuff. What would you do? Would you, like, go for, like, a nice meal? Forgetting, forgetting COVID. No, I, I, forgetting COVID exists. Yeah, in, in, in the regular reality. I would probably go to, like, some, <clears throat> like... I know I'd, I'd probably go to hot yoga and then go to like a an isolation tank spa thing that's in like Saldine 
and like you think just live your best life well i just do like process because there's so many things i would want to do like a yeah. hundred million wouldn't be enough for what i have in my ambitions like right. if you were to really ask what my purpose would be mm. if i could have unlimited power like 100 million would scratch the surface <laughs> yeah i mean like the, 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 there's all the, there's all like the smart things you could do if like mm. really, like invested into so and so see how see let's see ways to see your money make your money well yeah well yeah. i mean that is a good point because i think i'll still be even if i ha- even if i got all that money i'll still be nervous that I, I won't have any money coming in mm. apart from that big thing yeah um, interest <laughs> but, but, but like in that 10 years time yeah when you've spent loads of it so maybe like I don't know anything about it, but maybe invest in like real, like real estate, and rent yeah. and, but mad people kind of sort that out. So you're kind of earning mm. as well. So it's just yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know anything about that, but anyway, um, yeah. Because I I think I'd still even if I got that amount of money, I think I'd still worry about running out and like oh, I'm gonna run out one day. <laughs> my hundred millions dwindling. <laughs> you know what I mean. As, uh, and then also like you know pay off my parents mortgage and 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 and, and friends more mortgages you know things like that take care of them mm. yeah see i'm but wouldn't I would, necessarily just give people money yeah because what comes with that is like failure to grow like mm. i wouldn't be <clears throat> half as if i'm considered interesting i hope i am uh half as interesting or uh creative without the struggle like mm. like the the mirror that this mirror in this art piece that i made is the <clears throat> internal screen of a laptop a shitty laptop that i had it was so shitty really? and so slow that i put a hammer through its screen because it took two hours to open a gmail the email that i needed <laughs> so uh, and then i for some reason kept the holographic screen and it, it seemed to stick to my window and make a rainbow on the wall so it stood there for a year and then i needed perspex for the art piece i needed and i also had no money because no one signs up to my website and then i used that and it created this whole other like approach and meaning to the art piece and it's cool and i'm really grateful for it if i had 100 million i would probably have a pa go and get me some perspex and it wouldn't have looked as good (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i'm with you man i feel like you kind of need to struggle to grow like but then people that are Mm. fucked like years ago when i was completely fucked and i was like living in a fucking alleyway and had nowhere really to turn and the places i did turn i regret turning to it would have been nice to have had like a couple of thousands (laughs) just to help me (laughs) take away that stress probably keep me alive a little bit longer um yeah fuck that so i would measure people before i helped and intervened Hmm. like nature but i mean the overall goal with my money would be not to like play the market or whatever it would be to make self-sustaining eco like domes that had like water from the ocean funnel into it so you had a continuous flow of friction with water molecules to create free energy when you harvest it with a turbine and then in the middle of that uh, reservoir of ocean water would be an algae that creates oxygen which gets trapped by the glass dome like the eden project but bigger much bigger and then it would create condensation on the glass which would come down in rainfall Mm. which you could then grow crops around the exterior of this reservoir and then harvest those crops for a local community that also lived off of this power that was free coming in and out so you would have sustainable eco-friendly like living and i put them all around the coasts of the world so that people always had food, electricity, and, and water. You could also harvest this water because it's being desalinated by mm. condensation. So the salt's being separated. Because we, we don't have 
the water lackage on this planet we have a salt mm. problem because we it takes too much energy to be cost effective mm. to separate the salt from the water so if you did it naturally with condensation through the algae then you can just harvest that water and people have free clean drinking water in these domes <laughs> oh my God. Uh, i would love to make that but oh i'm not God. an architect or a scientist or an engineer and anyone that hears me say that thinks i'm a lunatic well well i've said that on first dates <laughs> really yeah oh uh, man yeah that was that was amazing i still I, got I was, laid I, I, was, I, was, I was just like i'm a bit of an living it <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's the thing i should do in order to be happy I and mean, what would come with that right like alex decides Fuck it, I'm gonna be like Elon Musk and spend all of my wealth in one go and need mm. to borrow money for rent. I'm also gonna try and solve a load of the world's problems, like how many warlords, uh, like government officials that wanna keep the world fucked mm. for their own benefit would come to fucking kill me. Like Kennedy wanted to take the CIA apart, he got fucking blown away. Imagine what like Alexander Wren's eco-friendly dome for all the hungry mm. people around the world would do. <laughs> would you would you donate to Kanye West's school? <laughs> You know, after watching the podcast, yes, I would. I think he has good intentions. Like he's like me, he he has too many things going on in mm. his head at once, and he can't articulate well. And it, he comes across as a mental person, but he's not. He's just fucking too smart for his own. Yeah, yeah. But he's he doesn't need to prove it to anyone. He's a multi-billionaire. Like he's doing fine. Like but people like you know Kanye is a bit of a dickhead, a bit weird. Like yeah. But it's made him a lot of money yeah. <laughs> and he he wants to do good with it like he reinvented yeah. religion like he made it gospel fun and wants the, the school and the farming like self-sustainability like mm. great guy oh, yeah i really enjoyed his podcast uh did you enjoy the um the uh the one minute version <laughs> of it yeah god 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 ding <laughs> <laughs> I'd have said a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> He's so funny. I'm glad you turned me on to him because I, I just went with the uh, the sheep. Uh, I hate saying that. It makes me sound like one of those people that are like, in the world of sheep, I am the wolf. Like, But it's a Facebook status. Like, fuck you. You're a dick. Like everyone. Anyway, uh, sheeple. Uh, I, I went with the social norm and like just slated Garnier for being like eccentric. And then I actually looked into him and was like, oh, he's actually really sweet sound guy like he's got some weird ideas but so does everyone his music is brilliant yeah it's cultural differences mm. get over it don't be Dang. so critical um nearly two hours oh yeah 15 seconds and then it will become a triple instagram icon <gasps> oh my god well there's probably a couple of minutes pre-recording mm, maybe we should cut right there just mm. so we could see we could just end it should we sign off say goodbye good show old boy merry christmas merry, merry, christmas. merry christmas merry christmas all uh Thanks for tuning in. If you, you know, remain this long, like, thank you. There's not many of you in the world <laughs> that do. Uh, thanks for bearing with us while we ate, burped, and any other ungodly, had springs go off on the microphones. Um, yeah, please forgive our sins and have a merry, merry Christmas. Even though there'll probably be another episode before then. I'll wear a have that too. Bye! <laughs>